Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 57 of the VC Podcast. I'm your host for today, Zach. I'm joined by Andrew and Scott and Jonas over Zoom. Guys, how are we today? Good. Doing great. Very good. Very good. Good, good. Listeners, consider this a midweek check-in, checkpoint, whatever you want to call it, here for Valley Creek. Hope you're having a great week so far, and we are excited to be with you. <clears throat> Whether you know mowing the grass, actually, what is snowing out there today? So you're not mowing the grass. Yeah, shoveling snow. Yeah, shoveling snow, apparently. But whatever you're doing today, if you're driving in your car or just sitting there listening to the podcast, we are glad we are to be glad there to be. with you. Oh, here I heard myself twice just then. All right. So let's jump right into things. As always, we'll talk about last Sunday, the next upcoming Sunday, some announcements, and then some randomness at the end. Let's go right into it. Last Sunday, we had a couple of sermons called, oh, cannot minimize Zoom. Oh, okay. I don't know why I try to do that. Uh, we had a couple of sermons called Church is Family. As always, we'll jump into our listening and discussion guide. Oh, that's not it. That's the podcast schedule, guys. All right. Hmm. I always feel like a, like kind of that cliche where they're like, I can't figure out technology. Can you help me, son? Like that kind of thing. All right. Let's see if we can share that screen. Guys, I don't know what's going on with my computer. All right. I will le- read the discussion question because it's not letting me do the things that I'm trying to do. Our discussion question for this week, guys, getting back on track. We'll go with question number one. What is the biggest difference in how you treat your spiritual family and your physical family? And then second part to that question, how does the fatherhood of God change the way you think about your church family? Uh, I mean, I think the first part of that, you know, what's the difference the way we can do our church family versus our, you know, how, how do you word that exactly our, you know, our biological family or whatever that is. It's, yeah, I think spiritual time, family versus physical. Yeah. I think what we tip, have a tendency to do sometimes is keep our spiritual family a little bit at arm's length. We don't necessarily bring them in as fully. It seems like maybe we're a little bit more cautious. I think with our physical family, obviously we're, we're easier, more engaged, just naturally uh, even let them be a little bit closer. Um, and that I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying probably that's our natural tendency. Our natural tendency is to, you know, keep them a little bit more arm's length when they're our spiritual family. Yeah, I find it personally, like for better or for worse, uh, easier to write off members of my spiritual family, you know, they could, they could just slight me in the, you know, the littlest way. And I'm like, ah, I don't need to deal with them ever again. I can just avoid them. Whereas, you know, members of my family, they'd have to be doing some pretty terrible stuff or wronging me in a a very, you know, a low way for me to be like, I'm done with them. And uh, the reality is, you know, you, you shouldn't be ever done with any member of any family, but that's sometimes I'm guilty of, yeah, I'll just, just as well not interact with that person if they're going to act that way right yeah that's a good point zach i think that's true definitely in our day and time it's easy for people to do that with their spiritual family just say oh Mm -hmm. you know sometimes i'll even go try something new but uh we're forced i guess with our physical family not to do that and uh, you'll see them at the reunion or at lunch (laughs) and that's probably a good thing don't you think because that, that forces us to work through issues and it's often by working through those that we grow and it's kind of a shame in our spiritual family that we don't do that more because right. there would be room for growth if we would work through those issues versus pushing them away. Absolutely. Yeah, if we would confront those issues head on in love, yeah, we would be able to grow through those and grow closer to one another. Yeah, and our, yeah, our physical families kind of force us into those situations in ways that maybe don't make it as easy for us to 
to avoid those or to, or just to walk away or whatever that is. And even on that kind of goes to that second part of that question, though, the, the fatherhood of God and how that shapes the way we view our, our spiritual family is that it is a family that is built on a love that uh, is unfailing and um, perfect in every way. And so it's not something that is just, uh, you know, something that we can really just walk away from or that we can, you know, define on our own terms, but it's a relationship we have with one another that's built on what God has done for us in Christ and how he's adopted us into his family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think too often in our society too, yeah, we, we would see our, you know, our faith, our religion as an individual thing. And if God is our father and he's our common father, which he is, that should remind us that there is an interconnectedness that we cannot deny and shouldn't deny. It's it's one that we should be trying to develop, you know. But again, in our world, we we want to kind of just be individual, go it alone, uh, do our own thing. But uh, that shouldn't be the case when we realize that God is our father and we are brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah, I think it's almost like this really cool parallel, um, you know, kind of the typical family dynamic, you know, if there's a family where there's a, you know, patriarch, a father at the head of the household, or even in situations, it's like whoever's in charge, you might disrespect your your brother or your sister and say, ah, I hate you, you're dumb, whatever. But you're not going to go against what dad says. You know, dad comes in and says, you better give your brother a hug and tell him you love him. And you go, okay, dad, I'll do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just like that, when when your heavenly father comes in and says, this is the way you need to behave, you can't ignore that call to do what he has said to do. Or at least we shouldn't, right? Right. We shouldn't. shouldn't. We, we do. We, we can fight just <laughs> as some do fight their own fathers here on, you know, here on the physical plane, but sounded mysterious, didn't it? The physical plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any, any of the final thoughts on that guys? Yeah, I know for me, Zach, you know, just when I was reading, when I read about that example where he talked about, we often treat church like an orphanage. I, I thought that was something that really struck me in my per- personal study that we often do that, right? We, we treat it as an organization versus a family and an orphanage where we're serving these under underserved, underprivileged children. And we're a few ta- caretakers that are taking care of them. And, and that's just a poor, uh, poor approach. And, uh, and if we approach it as a family, how much more intimacy there is, how much more um, connectedness there is if we view it differently. And so, I, my prayer moving forward is that we would make sure that we don't see the church just as an organization, but truly do see it as a family. Absolutely. And so as we continue in our series, The Happy Family, uh, where are we focused uh, this coming Sunday? What can you tell me about that, guys? We're focusing on singleness, an aspect right. that's often overlooked in the church and we think about family even. And uh, I think what we may be surprised at some of the things that scripture indicates to us about singleness. So, um, you know, excited about sharing those things with the church family this week and hopefully giving them a new uh, perspective and a better perspective on singleness in the church. Yeah, that'll be very exciting to hear about. I know uh, this is a, you know, it's going to be a great thing, definitely looking at what the scriptures say about that. Uh, But it was a little fun. Andrew was jokingly mentioning some, some songs that we could include as part of our (laughs) Our service, if we were so inclined, you know, there's plenty of songs about being single, not necessarily Christian ones, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think we <laughs> there, found there, any are, there are some fun tracks, versions, but yeah. not, not any on the Christian playlist on nothing, yeah, nothing yeah. playing on Caleb or anything. 
Um, but no, that'll be very exciting. Can't wait to see that, uh, hear that uh, this coming Sunday. And so that being said, I am interested to see kind of the the way Luke has uh, has sought to to plan the musical side of the of the of worship this Sunday. So I'm excited to see that as well. All right. Uh, it's all going to be solos. Yeah, I'll just all solo. Yeah, that'd be incredible. Could you imagine? <laughs> it's like, all right, now this person. <laughs> uh, let's talk about just a few announcements here. Uh, I do apologize. I did not make any show notes ahead of schedule. Um, let's look at this. Hmm. We do have a few Wednesdays left as far as that goes, as far as um, weekly prayer meetings, Sundays and Wednesdays. That'd be Sunday night at Springfield and Wednesday at South Wilson. Uh, tonight is one of those nights. So if you're hearing this a little early, you can jump over to South Wilson at 6 p.m. or join us via live stream events for the whole crew over there. Um, if you did not, uh, attend the parent camper meeting and your child is going to camp, uh, you need to get with either crystal or Jacob, depending on which age group they're part of. And there is a trip waiver you need to fill out online. Just letting you know that. And then as well, we are still looking forward to very much to our Valley Creek go day, May 22nd. And, uh, if you sign up before the 28th of this month, which so that's coming up, it's really soon you will receive a VC go t-shirt. And uh, again, it's not about the t-shirt, but who doesn't love a free t-shirt. And so you can sign up for that by texting VC go to nine, four, zero, 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 again, 94,000 text VC go and make sure you don't auto correct to something ridiculous. But if you do, that's okay too, but just make sure you send in an, another one. That's the correct, you know, Andrew, what are some of the, the auto correct words that you get? Vigor. Vigor is the only one so far. Yeah. I, I've seen Vegas for vegas for, yeah for vc guest you know nice vegas they see yeah, yeah. So i might just, have yeah, there's it depends on the yeah it just depends on the keyword we're trying to go with it'll be careful with it's interesting autocorrect. autocorrect is crazy also this predictive and voice. it's frustrating because yeah it's like you it looks you've got it perfect and then it just I changes have, as you hit send i've most likely mentioned this i know i've mentioned this to you guys in the office so forgive me for the re- repeat but apparently uh the majority of the time I'm texting thanks, I think it's thanks. I'm texting that to my wife. And so a lot of times my phone will autocorrect thanks to like, thanks, babe, or something like that. <laughs> and it's quite typically at a time when I'm like not meaning to follow that up with a babe. So it hey, is- I, I'll, I'll give you a funny one. And I hope my wife doesn't listen to this podcast and then kill me. Because you know oh, em- 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 Emily's wedding is coming up, right? And so we're trying to figure out who's uh, RSVP'd for the wedding and all that. And so we hadn't heard from uh, my sister and some of her family. And so Kim was sending them a text, just asking them, hey, if they were coming. And so she sent a text that said, hey, are you guys coming to the wedding? You know, and it auto-corrected to, hey, are you goons coming to the wedding? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, you know, so my sister get the text from, from Kim and say, Hey, are you goons coming to the wedding? Oh, so, yeah. That's a little, yeah. <laughs> seems a little hostile, but yeah. 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 So, uh, it's like, it's like where we were, but yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, not now. <laughs> that's the way you feel oh, about man. it. But, yeah. So, that's, that's we will fantastic. be covering. We'll we, we've had a few bit of laughs about that over the last few days. Oh, yeah. That's excellent. <laughs> we'll cover family conflict in a future sermon. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I'm going to need, need that message on conflict here in a few weeks. Any other uh, key announcements you guys wanted to highlight while we've got the got the mics? 
Nothing. Uh, All right. As always, that stuff's on the website. And uh, if you are attending in person or online, there's a reel that goes around before service starts and after it ends that will have all those as well. So does it make that noise? It does. It can. We could make it happen. <laughs> Let's do it. Yep. That would be the most obnoxious. Like, what's that sound? <laughs> Although maybe people would be like more apt to. Yeah, check maybe it, out. it would attract some attention. Yeah. Attract some attention. That's okay. That's okay. But what we're saying is you can find that information in a, just a just a plethora of ways. All right. Moving on here to a segment we like to call, Did Anything Interesting Happen to You This Week? Mm. Mm, Very quiet. I will kick us off. I have had plenty of things happen to me this week. (laughs) Um, Most notable, I just lost it. I had something amazing. I didn't do anything amazing this week, guys. Uh. I have had the I'll say this this is a great one it's not so much like a funny thing but I have had the the pleasure and the privilege of filming a couple of baptism testimonies um, as you know here at Valley Creek before some individuals get baptized they like to share their testimony on a, on a video and it has just been really cool to see those they do seem to kind of come in in bursts you know just a few people at a time or a lot of people and then there'll be a break uh but it's one of those times where we're just getting a lot of those coming through and to see those and film those. And uh, I'm excited to edit them, uh, but that's just been really cool. I've had a couple this past week that I've enjoyed. That's awesome. Yeah. My life is kind of boring right now. Just working on trying to get Emily's house ready. Now I did discover when you buy something cheap on an auction site, that's a return or overstock from the store. There's probably a good reason for that. Yeah. Uh, Cause we bought this cheap, this ceiling fan that's in the store, pretty good price. I bought it really cheap on the auction site. And so I was hanging in Emily's house the other day and, and found out that had it almost completely up and realized that the, the bracket that, uh, that was on the ceiling wasn't the right one for the fan. And so I couldn't put the last cover on it that covered all the wires. So, but mm-hmm. good news is I did not let that deter me. Yeah. All right. And so I figured a way to make it work. You know, but it was a little bit of a challenge. So is that inter- is that interesting? I don't I don't yeah, know. So, I think so. But I, but I made it work. Fan is up and working and got a fairly expensive fan cheap. That's awesome. Yeah. Nobody will ever know. Yeah. There you go. Except us and every podcast listener. Yeah, every yeah. listener. Yeah, well, that's true. We have about ten thousand. We're ten thousand strong on listeners <laughs> for this podcast. <laughs> I will say I, I put up a ceiling fan one time in Taylor's office at the house we currently live in, and it made me feel like such a man. I was like, I could do anything. Like, Bring me some power tools. Uh, I like it. It just made me feel good. So, Hey, I, I'm going to need some ceiling fans in our new house if you want to come put those in and kind of reinvigorate your masculinity. How many, uh, how many ceiling fans? <laughs> I'm going to need to put in uh, at least a couple that I know of, maybe okay. more. Looking yeah, at about busy eight that hours, day. about eight hours yeah. of work for me. You're busy. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not very quick. What about you guys? Anything else interesting this week? Well, to tie into our church's family, I feel like our church family kind of was a family to us this week. Built the playset for the kids. Uh, I don't. I don't can combined man hours. Uh, there were a lot. I don't know. 
but uh, yeah, it was exciting. The kids got to check that out on Sunday and they were, they were pumped. So if you are listening and you helped put together our backyard playset, thank you very much. That was definitely the most organized uh, playset uh, construction I've ever seen. That is n- not a joke. Yeah. I've never been to one like that to where you had a board laying out uh, <laughs> what was going on. Or <laughs> it's, it was, it was yeah. impressive. Yeah, it was so, impressive and yeah, and quite helpful. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very organized. Yeah, very, yeah. very organized. That was good. Andrew, anything uh, super fun or interesting? Yeah, nothing too crazy. Nope. Just uh, Scott talking about those auction sites. I went on a little road trip with my dad on Friday to pick up some stuff that he had bought at those, some of those sites around the, oh yeah, kind of around the state for work stuff that he needed to get. So got to visit um, Georgetown and, and Walton, just uh, exciting destinations right here in Kentucky that don't know that I have gotten to visit very often, but yeah. They should put it was a nice day just to get out and take a little ride, go for a drive. So the tourism, yeah, um, Kentucky tourism site, they should definitely have some, some shots of stuff like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's part of the going to attract some more people. I'm sure knowing that they can pick stuff up at the auctions. (laughs) That's awesome. I really think so. I think so. I think there's like an interest group there. Uh, guys, I, I, I totally blanked earlier. And so I'm glad that I was kind of redirected into a more, um, church centered, interesting thing, but I did remember the thing I was going to originally share uh, through this whole conversation is that my dog Millie ate a hole into our couch. Hmm. Not like she was gnawing on a corner. Like you look at the couch cushion in the middle of the cushion, there's a crater now. Um, I'm not sure what came over her. She has not done that before, but that was very interesting. Luckily, this was a gently used couch when we got it anyway. So, but that was interesting and also kind of obnoxious. Anyway, see, not as exciting, not as exciting as the baptisms. That's all right. All right. So moving on to this next segment, we'll end the podcast with a question as we always do. Uh, I have no clue what that question is, guys. Does anyone have a family related question that they're just dying to hear us all answer? Mm. I don't have a family-related question, really. I do, have a que- <laughs> I do have a question. That'll be okay. That'll be okay. I have a question, though, that I was thinking about, if that's okay, if it's Absolutely. not family-related. Yes, please, save me. So I have this exercise app that I use, and like it said to do jumping jacks today, and I never really had paid attention to it, but like the demonstration on the app mm-hmm. shows that I think I might have been doing jumping jacks wrong for my whole life. I don't know. And so what is the proper way is, are you supposed to have, like when your arms go up, should your feet be together or apart at that point? When your okay. arms go up, your feet yes, should everybody be do it. Everybody's doing a jumping jack right now. Yes, as they Mentally, listen. mentally yeah. in my mind. Um, I'm not an authority. I have no expertise in working out. Obviously, you can tell that it's a visual thing. Um, but every time I've done a jumping jack my entire life, when my arms go up, my legs go out. I concur. Uh, yeah, I would concur as well. 
but I, I have agree. seen to where it's like you start and then you jump and then your hands like hit your legs as they come out, like kind of that sort of deal. That's what this had, and I tried to do it. I could not, could That's, not make it happen. I felt well, very uncoordinated, and <laughs> yeah. That's what years of doing it the other way will do. I feel me. like they're just messing with me. Was it a video or was it like yeah, a, it's like a video, a yeah, drawing of a guy? Okay, so it's like an yeah. actual person doing. Yeah. Like, let's do jumping jacks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, have a demonstration, like little video clip, and that's how I was. Yeah, I can't make myself do it, and I was like, well, have I been doing it wrong, or are there just multiple ways? I don't know. So. That's a great. I think that's a great question. But since we all have the same answer, how about this? If you guys can think yeah. of one. When has there been a time in your life where you thought you were doing something completely correct and then you found out you were way off? Hmm. Pretty deep. I, will go, I will go first. Uh, I think it was either this last Christmas or the one before. Uh, we were setting out the little figurines that show the, you know, the figures that were present in the birth of Christ. Uh, you know, just the various characters. And we we're putting out the display, and I referred to it as the nativity. Like, let's set out the the nativity scene, right? <laughs> and I don't remember who called me out. Someone was like, "What? The what?" And I was like, "The nativity." And they're like, "You mean the nativity?" And I was like, "Yes, the nativity." And they're like, "No." <laughs> so that's one it's that sticks just, with me. It's tomato, just tomato. Yeah, it's where you put the emphasis. Yeah, but that'd be like if I were like, could you hand me those potato chips? Maybe like the potato chips? Yeah, so that one stuck with me. I was kind of embarrassed by it, actually, because I do work at a church, obviously, to be calling something completely, you know, it's not that different, but. You guys don't do everything perfectly. I could see that. I could see that on your faces. You're like, mm, we kind of do everything perfectly. Hmm. Mm. I don't know. It's an interesting question. Well, I mean, I yeah, I had that. Like I say, I had that moment this morning. So I don't, I don't know. Well, I have. um, I don't know where I would go. Oh, with jumping jacks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah. Made me question everything. This will not be anything. This will not be anything that's like makes sense to a lot of people. But I remember when I was first learning how to play guitar. I'm just learning like single notes and like, I can't move my fingers that fast. Mm-hmm. And then I had a friend that played guitar and he was like, well, you should learn chords. <laughs> and so when I realized that you put your fingers in certain strings in certain locations, all of a sudden you don't really have to move your fingers at all. Yeah. That will not translate yeah. to people that don't play guitar, man. But that you is, know, like I'm that trying to, this, 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 this. And he's like, dude, just play a G chord and then play those three or four strings. Mind blown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Scott, anything? You don't want to give people that ammo. To mind. Uh, nothing that just sticks out, no. no. All right. Well, I don't that's know okay. there's been plenty, that's for sure, but I just nothing sticking out. In my those mind. kind of questions are hard. You're like, yeah, I try to erase those types of events from my mind. All right, so that is our question for you, listeners. If you would like to reach out, we would love to hear what was the thing that you thought you were doing just fine or even very well, and then you found out that was not the correct way to do it or say it or feel it or whatever. Um, 
that'd be interesting because we can share that as a family. We can share in that slight embarrassment and kind of look back and be like, oh, yeah, that was kind of funny. Right. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm Let's getting some nods and some some stares. All right. Yeah, those. Yeah, those nods are really good on any, podcast. Sorry any, about that. It's OK. It's OK. <laughs> Uh, any final thoughts on uh, the happy family thus far as a series or anything we've discussed? I don't think so. Nope. All right. Well, listeners, happy snow day to you. Uh, I'm sure by this point, if you're not listening like immediately, it's probably melted off and it's now back to well, being hope so. 80 degrees or whatever it was before. And uh, that'll, that'll be the podcast. So uh, I don't know who hasn't prayed in a while, but if you, someone wants to step forward and volunteer, we'll pray in, in the podcast. I got it. All right. All right. Let's pray. Father, we thank you today for all the ways that you provide for us. Uh, we thank you for uh, the, even Lord, as we come out today, see the, the snow and the surprise that that can be this time of year, Lord, we just thank you for the beauty of, all of your creation, Lord, and the way that you provide for us. God, we pray that you would be with us today and over these coming weeks as we continue to to take a look at what it means for us to be the happy family, Lord, for what it means for us to be people who are centering our lives around you and walking in your ways in our, in our families um, as a church family as well, Lord. We pray that you would be honored through it all, Lord, that we would be there for one another, uh, that we would be a family that uh, cares for one another, and that we would be one that reflects your love toward us in the way that we love one another. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.